0: Life is an epic journey. Live it, Unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and we want to live it unleashed. God offers us a passionate life. This is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. And this is the life we want to live as we are Living Unleashed. Here in Season 3 of the Living Unleashed podcast, we have been going deeper, deeper in our walk with Jesus, deeper into this wondrous life that He has for us that is just so sweet and so amazing when we are just focused on Him. All right, we've been talking about passion this week. We've been talking about what it means to be passionate and to be engaged in life. And we talked yesterday specifically about loving God, being passionate about God, you know, because it says there are two commandments that are the greatest. The first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we talked about that yesterday. We talked about what that looks like. What does it look like to love God in that way? And we talked about, you know... (laughs) sometimes we get so wrapped up in what does it mean to be, you know, a Christian? Well, it boils down to these two things. Everything, Jesus says, all the law, all the prophets can be hung on these two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about being passionate about your neighbor. Now, what we discover here is is, first of all, the definition of neighbor is someone who is in need. As a matter of fact, the parable that Jesus tells of the Good Samaritan specifically poses two people together whom he links as neighbors who would actually have been enemies in the culture. They they would not have looked upon one another favorably. These two people in that uh, in that account. And so he he pretty quickly dispels any sense of loving your neighbor is loving those people who you like, um, whom you get along with, um, who have done good things for you, and, and pretty much puts it out there, you know, that loving your neighbor is just loving others who are in trouble, uh, taking care of them, and, and and being there. And so that's the first thing. We cannot just dismiss this call to love our neighbor as something that just, uh, you know, hey, means to treat my family and friends really well. You know, I'm just going to be a kind guy. I'm just going to be a nice person. No, it means that we are going to actively, actively seek out and serve those people who are most in need. Uh, to put us all on equal footing, so to speak. Uh, and, and here's why this is important. If all we have is love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we could pretty quickly get wrapped up in a very, um, uh, in, in just religion, in, in, into something that is just kind of um, out there. It doesn't have any real meaning to our everyday life, Um, it's just, um, just not really practical, but when that is paired loving God with loving neighbor, that's what anchors it. That is what demonstrates what loving God looks like because that, because we love God because God has loved us, then we're going to love others. It's what gives it practical feet in everyday life. It's what helps us to apply What this relationship now with Jesus, with God, looks like, um, it, it looks like reconciled relationships in our everyday life. It looks like you and I living out who Jesus is, Jesus incarnate, Jesus in the flesh, in us, as we serve others, just as he served others and as he has served us. And see, it gives feet to what we believe. It keeps us from just being all in our heads. It makes it practical. It makes it tangible. It gives it meat. Um, It helps us to not just have a philosophy of life, but to actually have a way of living, uh, this kingdom life that God has called us to. And so we are supposed to be very intentional about this. Now, it may seem difficult and challenging for us to find the time to have our quiet time, Uh, like we talked about yesterday, a time to just give God everything, just to really focus on Him and, and just spend time in His presence, loving on Him. And that may be the first place where we say, man, I just have a hard time finding time for that. As soon as I get up of a morning, I'm just busy. I got to go, 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 go. But if we're not loving on God, if we're not spending that time with him, then we're missing something. We're not going to experience that living, unleashed life. Also, if we can't find time to serve others, to be intentional about seeing other people and how we might reach out to them how we might help them how we might serve them and and not just being so quick to move through life so busy that we just can't pause and take time to serve someone else who needs help uh, who needs us to be there and 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 we have to have both we have to have both we can't just love others and be a good person, and that takes care of everything, because without God, without Jesus, we're lost. But we also can't just love God and go about life in the rest of the world as if we have no responsibilities, we have no task, we have no um, reorientation of our lives to in how we act towards others. We have to have both. That's why Jesus paired them together. You cannot break them apart. You cannot break them apart. When Jesus says, do this and you will live, it is after he stated both of these, that loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength, and the second is just as great. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do this and you will live. All right. So you have to have the two together. And so, if you're going to have any focus in your life, if you're really wanting to grasp on to what it means to live unleashed, these are, this is your foci. I guess, isn't that the plural? You have to say foci instead of focuses. Uh, This is your foci. You have to have love for God and love for neighbor. And you have to begin working out what that practically looks like in your life. So yesterday, and when we talked about loving God, we talked about just simply setting aside time to spend with Him. When you love someone, you spend time with them. Uh, that's just the way we work. When you know, uh, and so you spend time with Him. You got to spend time. That's where it starts. And out of that time, you'll begin to nurture a sense that you just have to have more. You have to be with Him more. It's just, it's just so enjoyable. Uh, it is just so, so soul feeding that you just can't miss it. And then you have to begin to ask God to give you eyes to see the world around you as he sees it, to see who that neighbor is that needs your help. It may be someone whom you're close to. It may be someone whom you do have a relationship with, and maybe it's a good relationship who needs your help. And maybe in in that moment, maybe today, that is your neighbor. Maybe that's the person God wants you to to reach out to, but I'll, I'll dare bet that when we're really following God and we're really loving on him and we're really struggling to see who our neighbor is, that God's going to begin to show us pictures of folks who are people that we don't have good relationships with, or maybe no relationship at all, that God is going to open that door for us to love on them, for us to begin to practice and learn what it means to truly follow Jesus and have a servant heart like he does. But we got to be willing to open our eyes. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pause when this podcast is over. And I just want you to simply ask God, say, God, give me eyes today to see who my neighbor is. Give me eyes today to see a need. And then here's what I want you to do. As soon as you you, you you track onto that and you lock onto that without hesitation before the enemy has a chance to convince you otherwise, do something about it. Commit yourself right then to do something for that person. Jump into it. Get there before the devil gets you to procrastinate or talks you out of it because it seems weird or what if they don't, uh, what if they're offended because I reached out? No, just do it and then see what happens. And I'll bet, see, when you're loving on God and you start loving others in that way, you're going to start discovering what it means to live unleashed. And you're going to start experiencing hope, joy, peace, and freedom and some awesome And wonderful ways, and it is going to be so sweet because following Jesus is just that sweet. All right, well, hey, I hope you've had a great day so far. I hope you have a great rest of the day, and I challenge you to seek today to love God with your whole heart and love your neighbor uh, just as God has loved you, and uh, uh, just love on them, and then see what God does. See how this begins to change your life and who you are as you will be living unleashed. So this is Jeremy. I've had a great time with you today. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.